Hello and welcome to a special highlight episode where I've compiled the best segments from the entire first series and they include many topics covered over the last 10 weeks. For now, sit back and enjoy. Almost 15 years ago, the Top Gear team went to Botswana. The presenters at the time, Jeremy Clarkson, James May and Richard Hammond, were each given a budget of £1,500, about $2,000 at the time, to purchase a two-wheel drive vehicle with no off-road pretensions to make the trek from the African country's eastern border to its western one and claimed an acclaim, acclaimed 1,000-mile journey. Clarkson picked up a 1981 Lancia Beta, May a 1985 Mercedes-Benz 230E and Hammond meanwhile, meanwhile snagged a 1963 Opel Cadet, which he famously named Oliver. In fact, Hammond's fondness for the little cadet led him to ship the car back to the UK following filming of that episode. Clarkson and May, however, felt no such kinship to their cars. Instead, the two left the old Lancia and Mercedes in Botswana the former of which was recently found by YouTuber user Alaska to Africa, who uploaded a video of the car in its current state. Hat tip to Jalopnik for bringing the video to Motor Trend's attention. Um, per Alaska to Africa, the front drive Lancia Coupe still indeed resides in Botswana, though it is a bit worse for wear, with sun-faded paint, missing wheels and a nearly stripped cabin. Still, this appears to be very the very car that Clarkson drove across the landlocked country all those years ago. Telltale signs include a pair of roof-mounted hinges for the custom gullwing door that was added to the car during filming and removed after. While it looks rather derelict, the Lancia still retains its engine and could theoretically be restored to a drivable state. Whether there's value in taking such steps, however, is another story. For better or worse, we don't think there will be we don't think this would be the last vehicle featured in a Top Gear special to suffer such a fate. In fact, we wager there are plenty of past vehicles from Top Gear specials sitting in heaps in other areas around the world too. And there may even be such examples in the future. As the hosts of the soon to be launched Top Gear America, Dax Shepard, Rob Cordery and Jethro Bovington prepare to embark on their own automotive adventures. The series premieres on January 29th, 2021, exclusively to the Motor Trend app. Be sure to subscribe to watch the series premiere and subsequent shenanigans, as well as to catch other great car shows, including earlier Top Gear episodes like the Buswana special from 2007. Thank you very much for listening and, of course, watching the video. Now, on to our next topic. Next up... Elliot Stabler returns to SVU on the 1st of April in new series from NBC Entertainment, Law & Order Organised Crime. series from NBC set its premiere date with crossover from Law and Order with with crossover from SVU. Here's all the details. Elliot Stabler is back. NBC has set its premiere date for 
the brand new organised crime series starring Chris Maloney as Elliot Stabler who left at the end of season 12 way back in 2011. The series will um, cross over with Special Victims Unit and reunite the two characters Stabler and Benson back together after a, de a decade off screen. The series itself will debut on the 1st of April 2021 and is part of a two hour crossover event with Law & Order SVU starting at 9pm followed by Organised Crime at 10pm. Benton and Stabler start together as um, on-screen, I suppose, detective partners until Maloney's exit at the end of series 12 um, in 2011. Organised Crime itself has had a 13 episode run ordered from the network and NBC itself has also set up uh, different premieres for different shows that belong to the network. The um, and they've also released a first look at Chris Maloney as Elliot Stabler in the brand new series. So that is Organised Crime, NBC, April 1st, 2021, 9pm. Deadline says the crossover event starts with Law & Order, SVU at 9, followed by Organised Crime at 10 and it also marks the reunion of Stabler and uh, Captain Benson after they start together for the f on the first 12 seasons of SVU from 1999 to 2011. Stabler abruptly retired from the force off-camera in the season 13 premiere. And then it just lists the series premiere on Thursday the 1st of April 2021. Stabler is back and I can't wait for it. Here's another favourite of mine. The Fraser reboot which has been floated around now for the last maybe year and a half by Kelsey Grammer who was the main star on the Fraser sitcom after Cheers had ended um, has floated the idea of possibly a Fraser reboot. Keep listening for more details. Fraser reboot eyed at Paramount Plus. The long rumored Fraser reboot could soon be a reality at Paramount Plus. Now, as we know, Paramount CBS All Access is becoming. Uh, Paramount Plus on the 4th of March. Variety has confirmed with sources that a new iteration of Frasier is in discussions at Viacom CBS streaming service. Though these discussions are said to be in the very early stages. Representatives for CBS Studios and Paramount Plus have declined to comment. Series star Kelsey Grammer has also been trying to get the revive show off the ground for some time. Um, 
According to sources, one potential hang-up for the show is the cost. After all, Frasier was a successful spin-off of the show Cheers that came before it, um, with both shows costing a pretty penny by the time they went off the air. Grammer and any other stars from the original series would also return for the revival who would also return for the revival would no doubt expect to pay comparable to what they had um, at the time before the show ended. Still, Frasier remains one of the most successful sitcoms of all time. Uh, the show won 37 Emmy Awards over the course of its 11 series and 264 episodes on NBC. Grammer starred as Frasier Crane, a reprisal of his role from Cheers. The series also starred David Hyde Pierce, Jane Levy, John Mahoney and Perry Gilpin. Variety spoke with the cast and creative team behind the show in 2019, um, or sorry, behind the show in uh, 2018 as part of the 25th anniversary of the show, during which Gilpin teased the idea of bringing the show back. Uh, if there was any, if there was a way that everyone agreed on, not me, but David Lee and Peter Casey and, um, and Kelsey and Jimmy Burroughs uh, and all those guys and everybody though it was it was a good idea then yeah hell yeah she said it's the Fraser revival if the Fraser revival gets the green light it would be the latest in a long line of classic hits brought back to a new audience other recent examples include the X-Files, Prison Break, Mad About You, Will and Grace and Roseanne now known as the Connors the move would also come as media giants like Viacom, CBS, uh, look to mine their best-known IP to draw subscribers to their streaming services. Uh, Paramount Plus will be the home of a revival of the Nickelodeon series iCarly, and is currently preparing a series about the making of the classic film The Godfather, with Army Hammer recently dropping out of the lead role. TV Lion first reported the Fraser news. Now, there have been more rumours going round um, in the last couple of months about the fact that there's a possibility that maybe Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire could be um, starring in Tom Holland's fronted uh, Spider-Man 3 for Marvel. However, Screen Rant came out a few months ago and kind of laid down some groundwork for the rumours and what they might mean if the rumours are possibly true. Have a listen to what they had to say. Tom Holland says that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are not in Marvel's Spider-Man 3. Tom Holland, known for his spoilery comments in interviews, continues to deny that Garfield and Maguire have any involvement in the upcoming Marvel uh, Spider-Man film. Tom Holland says that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are definitely not in Spider-Man 3. Rumours have swirled the past few months, suggesting that the two might be um, in the film. Um, and it seems as if everyone who has ever starred in a Spider-Man movie has at some point been rumoured to star in the Holland-led sequel. From villains to love interests and the web-slingers themselves, Spider-Man 3 is shaping up to be quite something. 
Holland himself said that Spider-Man 3 is the most ambitious standalone superhero movie he's ever seen. It's all but guaranteed that when we pick up with Peter Parker later this year, the multiverse will have been broken wide open. And this, of course, I think leads to Benedict Cumberbatch's film uh, in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, and it looks like he'll have to have some sort of help to I suppose navigate this uncharted territory. This is likely where Garfield and Maguire Spider-Man come in, but according to Holland, they may not be in the film at all. Holland told Esquire that Garfield and Maguire are definitely not in the film. The actor said that unless the information has been kept from him, there is no way that the Spider-Man alum, uh, Spider-Man alum, are starring alongside him. Holland previously said that he knows all spoilers pertaining to Spider-Man 3 um, and that Garfield and Maguire's appearance would be too big of a, of a, of a, would be too big of a secret to keep. Um, he goes on to say that Spider-Man 3 will just be a continuation of the story that came before it um, and that's about as vague as it gets. Um, he's quoted saying, no no they will not be appearing in this film unless they have hidden the most massive piece of information from me which I think is too big of a secret for them to keep from me. Um, but as of yet, no, it'll be a continuation of the Spider-Man movies that we've been making. Um, let me see. It's more than likely that Holland is just playing coy. Uh, it was only a few days ago that he said that Marvel had not told him about Garfield and Maguire appearing in the film, but likely pretty much everything else with Spider-Man 3, it's all but guaranteed that we'll be seeing the pair in the film. Holland has been known to give spoilery interviews in the past, so it's likely for him to just flat out deny something than come up with something completely vague, convoluted, some big, vague, convoluted answer uh, that has the possibility of spoiling something. When it comes to the reveal of Garfield and Maguire's role in the film, um, will be nearly eventful as the film itself. The, so it's unlikely that Holland would confirm the roles in an interview. Um, with all the rumours, it seems possible that the reveal will be saved for a trailer rather than the film itself. By the time December rolls around, Garfield and Maguire's involvement will be so ingrained in the minds of fans that the moment could lose its impact, with Spider-Man 3 shaping up to be as massive as it is. Um, Marvel will want to build hype steadily over the months leading up to the film. Right now, it seems just a little bit too early to get the hype machine started. The House of Cars podcast is produced by Jack Nelligan and is available now on all podcasting platforms. Thank you for listening.